What's going on, guys? This is episode two of our new Spare Change podcast. I think we're still trying to think of a actual name for the podcast rather than just calling it the Spare Change podcast. Pocket change. Pocket change. Dang, that's you know a good what? one. That's, that's a, a good, good one. one. This guy was thinking about Skiddly Doo podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, you've got to think. Pocket think change is kind of like spare change. It's, it's basically <laughs> saying the same thing, just in a different way. So there we go. That could be a possibility. But today, up in the studio, we got Mr. Elias, everybody's favorite, uh, everybody's favorite bad cop guy. Good cop, Shane. Bad cop, me. There it is. And then we got. And we got, then you got the black cop, Patrick. Damn. All right. Start to turn into a comedy. Yeah, this is gonna be <laughs> great. Um, so as y'all see the. The way we're showing today, it's new videos on videos on demand. Will it be a new trend? Yeah. What do y'all have to say about that? That's the thing. So, um, because of the uh, the virus that's out right now, there's a lot of theaters that are closing down or closing early or capping capacity at like 50 people per theater. Or they're starting a thing, or at least Universal is starting a thing, where... You can get movies on demand. I think the first movie's Trolls World Tour, which is um, it's coming out April twentieth. So where it usually would have premiered April twentieth. What is it? What are you what are you saying? It's April tenth. Are you sure it's April tenth? Yes. Oh, I just checked on on Gadget. It was like April twentieth. I don't. Sometimes whatever whatever the date is. What I looked at it said April tenth. I'm not. You know. You know what? Yeah, there's a lot of fake news out there. All right, so we all know that. I I had read something that said it April twentieth, so I'm just uh, reiterating that back. But whatever date it is, I guess that's when it's going to premiere. It would have premiered on that specific date in the theaters, but now it's going to premiere on video on demand. And either what are the what are the there's, sources? It's Comcast. You got if you have Apple TV. There's Comcast, Apple TV. There's a video subscription service called sky i've never heard of that and there's also amazon and also uh, i think voodoo is going to be on there as well more likely voodoo is going to be on there they always find their way on there yeah and then uh we're also looking at this friday we're looking at the invisible man emma i don't even know what emma is i'm not sure what it is either and then the hunt which I think the hunt was even delayed from last year sometime, right? Because of uh, the shootings or something like that that was going on? Yes. The hunt was delayed last year because of the sh- all the mass shootings that were happening. I'm trying to find this. And I believe the hunt just actually came out last week. And I think it's doing pretty good, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, a lot of people went to go see it. I know a lot of people went to go see Invisible Man, which I went to go see myself. and I went to go see it. Patrick, you went to go um, see it as well? I went with Patrick. Yeah, it was a nice movie. It was. It caught. I didn't it know how to nice feel about movie. it. it yeah, I don't it know how nice. I felt about it. It was like good. It was good, it was good but movie. it was like, I, because I'm used to the old Invisible Man where he got like scientifically, yeah, where the where science experiment went a wire. Yeah, that's what I'm used to. Yeah, so not like not like the old school Invisible Man where. Uh, no actually, spoilers. I, I barely recall what the original was like. I think they had Kevin Bacon. Pretty sure it was Kevin Bacon. I'm talking about the, the old, old original. Oh, the old, old original. Yeah. Oh, pff. 
I ain't watched that. I did not watch that one. So I mean, those are coming out this uh, this Friday for twenty dollars a piece, twenty bucks. That's not a bad deal for a uh, forty-eight hour period. Forty-eight hours. That's not a bad deal because think about how many people you could invite over your house, especially mm-hmm. if you're like one of us who have a home theater in their own home or a, uh, a room carved out specifically for a theater. That's not a bad deal because we could probably bring what five, six people in our room, and twenty bucks for forty-eight hours. You could bring another five or six people the next day. Yeah. And right then and there, that's something that in the movie theater, not including popcorn and soda. Yeah, that's a steal. Or chicken nuggies. As Baby Yoda would say, you know, in this case, it's a steal. So I'm all for twenty dollars for forty eight hours for I something so like too. The Invisible Man. Do you feel that after this whole thing ends, do you think this could be a, a future trend that could be pushing forward? If you think they make enough money, do you think they'll make enough money from it? Um, I think that with this particular release, probably not. I don't think that uh, you know, Invisible Man. This is Universal, right? You said. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what they try to do with the Universal reboot when it comes to the Mummy, and look what they try to do with, um, you know, the Monster Universe. Uh, they don't have that good of a track record, even though uh, what is it? Uh, Invisible Man is it good on the Rotten Tomato meter, on the Tomato meter itself? Which one? is it rotten on the Tomato meter or is it is it fresh? Which one? Invisible Man. Invis- no, I'm pretty sure it's fresh. It's last I checked it was like 90 or something. Yeah, because like right? I feel like a lot of people go. They pay attention to that. Um, even though the tomato meter is never accurate for the movies that I like, like Joker. Oh, that was such That's a... a... Did you like Does it make sense that Joker would be that low? You I... know, Joker is amazing. It deserves to be like in the 90s. I don't understand what the tomato meter is talking about. I think Invisible Man was around the 90s last... Uh, that, yeah, that's, that's insane. Out. Look at it. It's 91. Yeah. That's insane. You're telling me that Invisible Man is better than Joker? Bro, it was a good movie, though. Invisible Man was a good movie. But it's I better mean, than Joker. Joker. What did Joker get? Joker. It's like 60 or 70 or something was like that. 60 or 70? Yeah. That's a little crazy. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe that. For a release like Joker, I would say that, yeah, you got your $20. That's going to do well if you want to, you know, watch it at home. For something like Invisible Man, where there's, you know, people are talking about it, people are going crazy about it, I feel like some people will take the risk and do the cheap $2 Tuesdays or whatever it's called. Not two dollars, but you know, cheap Tuesdays at the movie theaters. Right. But um, yeah, I'm not sure that this is going to be something that's going to become a uh, you know, become commonplace in the uh, in the home theater space. Be- just because they're going to realize how fast they're going to run out of money or lose out on money, I should say, because this is something that is similar to the movie pass. You know, they saw how how uh, how that treated everybody in the industry, so they kind of just like kind of like you know went away from it what do you think about the piracy there's going to be tons of piracy going on oh yeah for sure there's like amazon web rips itunes rips and all Uh that stuff out there in in the ether and now there's going to be what's the well what's the platform that it's going to be on is it going to be like universal's own platform or what's it going to be so i think it's on comcast right comcast comcast oh yeah you were saying it earlier it's going to be on comcast apple Amazon and a a service called Sky. I've never heard of Sky it. HD, that's in the UK. Yeah, I think Sky the UK is Sky. Sky. Okay, I've yeah. never heard of Sky. I've never been in yeah, the UK. UK. So thanks for that, Elias. Um, but yeah. Yeah, look, Joker, sixty-eight makes no sense. 
Yeah, Joker at 68%. It has a 68% on Tomato Meter. It has an 88% on the audience score, which happens a lot nowadays in movies where the critics are bashing a movie, but the actual movie just... Everyone else loves it. Even the audience score, 88, I feel like it's too low. At least 91. But Invisible Man, bring it down. So when it comes to Joker, Rotten Tomato score, 68% on the tomato meter uh, by the critics. It's still fresh, but I don't agree with that. It should be at least 91, especially for the audience score, 88. No, it should be 91. Invisible Man needs to come down. Well, I feel uh, it's kind of a blockbuster. That's a huge movie, though. So what? I don't think we're going to see like huge movies like on demand. Anytime. Like Joker? Yeah, like Joker or even like Fast Not Furious Nine, you know, like well, it's year. a whole year delay. Let me just yeah. say something real quick before I give the mic back to Patrick. The thing is, Joker almost won Best Picture this year, almost. Had it not been for Parasite, I don't think nineteen seventeen would have won. The thing is, when it comes to Parasite, I'm pretty sure the Academy is mad that they gave that uh, those guys that I award. Was, I was, yeah, I was surprised considering considering the situation Parasite. we're in right now. Like, I saw Parasite, and I thought Ford v. Ferrari was a better movie. It was. Yeah. I did not see Parasite, but I did see Ford v. Ford v. Ferrari, and I did like it. It was a nice, visually stunning movie. Yeah, Ford v. Ferrari I thought was better. I thought um, I thought Joker was better. I think... I didn't... I didn't see Little Women. I did not see that, so I don't. I can't say women. if that was better or yeah, not. I was never going to watch Little Women. I saw it. It was an SJW all-pro-woman movie, so... Mm. I did not yet see Parasite, but I've heard rave reviews about it, but I, I mean, it was watched decent. Joker. It was a decent I movie. I was like, Joker was visually stunning. The storytelling was awesome. I think what knocked Joker was people's big old issue with um, mental illness. That's what caught Joker. Everybody's too sensitive nowadays. That's the problem. Extremely yeah. too sensitive. Very, very That's sensitive. Some people don't like me on this channel because everybody's too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we're here to talk about things that are getting delayed and to speculate on whether or not this is going to become a trend. Uh, I'll tell you right now, my opinion, my overall opinion is that I hope that this does not become a trend because the industry will lose out inevitably on money. For some movies, and I say movies, not films, because films makes its, films, film is a term that means blockbuster and it is you know, worthy of a best picture. A movie is something like Transformers. You guys get the deal, right? So when it comes to that, I feel like movies are going to be available for uh, streaming that are in the theater for 20 bucks for 48 hours, where you can invite 12 people over the course of two days to your theater if you have one. If you don't, check out our channels. We'll show you how to make one. Cheap plug, right? But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that this is going to become a uh, common thing. Because even for those movies that they do release for 48 hours for 20 bucks, they're going to realize, wow, we could have made a lot more money at the theater, especially with concessions. So, yeah, yep. I feel like overall, we probably will see this become a trend for a short period. But once the dust settles on the situation that the world is in now, excuse me, you won't see it anymore. Mr. 49ers, I, mean, I, mean, I see you're asking about... Uh... Black Widow. Yeah, like uh, I would love to see. Part of me is like, part of me is like, listen, I hate the fact that uh, we're all suffering from this virus. Yeah. But at the same time, 
it's it's like listen everybody's like stuck in their houses where everybody's binging tv shows and watching movies spending time with the family getting paid to work from home i mean there is a silver lining here we are getting to see movies sooner in the theater i hate to be like you know that guy where we can't go outside and enjoy the weather and stuff but if there's a chance that we can see movies like black widow or the new marvel movie or anything blockbuster ish at your house and you have a home theater listen i wouldn't mind checking that out i would pay a premium for that i would pay a hundred dollars to watch a movie day and day on release at the theater especially in my home theater i think it sounds better than most theaters and visually i think it's better than most theaters i can agree with you especially if you're a big family and you got a lot of kids and stuff like that you know 20 bucks a ticket for like a family of five that's that's like a hundred dollars plus popcorn and all that stuff that's a lot of money so i mean uh i understand obviously the you know having this uh pandemic is uh horrible and everything but if you want to be positive about it at least from an entertainment standpoint i could see that this kind of being a good thing as far as that is concerned like big movies like that like black widow and maybe mm. whatever star wars movies coming out in the future that could be something interesting i, I think. agree with you shane but you gotta remember it's disney if they do do video on demand it's not gonna be on the day of release it's going to be like month a month after well i mean universal's uh starting this off like you know with trolls if yeah, this but... could be a big thing i mean trolls one they spawned like uh, a number one musical hit with justin timberlake's yeah. yeah what's that song i'm not gonna lie dance trolls world on um, world tour they have a song that dropped with uh justin timberlake and um what's the name of that song can't stop the feeling can't no stop the feeling. i'm talking is. about trolls world tour he dropped they dropped another song and it's fire i like it it's yeah, nice it's oh it's a new one it's the new yeah. song for their new movie trolls 2 Yes, for no, it's not called Trolls Two. It's called Trolls World Tour. Come on, man, yeah, get your say. facts straight. Well, I thought Trolls in general was the movie from the '80s with the with with the people with the crazy looking faces and the and, and the green goo that that come out of them when I when they bite you. I thought that's movie. what Trolls was. You telling me there's a Trolls kids movie too? There is. Yeah, no, I'm just playing around. Yeah, I know there is. It's like the little it's like the little dolls. I know what you're talking about. But for instance, that movie. I know Shane has said Sizzle. April 20th. My facts said April 10th that they're going to be popping up there. But that's a movie that, you know, you can sit and do that. Is Disney going to take that chance and do that with Black Widow? With Black Widow? I don't think so. so I really don't think so. See, I've got that right there. Trolls World Tour, April 20th. This is, this is uh, via Engadget. That's I don't my know if that's, gadget. Uh... Um, sorry to be unprofessional, but I'm just gonna pull out my uh, phone real quick <laughs> to show you the uh, CNN. But I, but I get like uh, you know people are saying that you know if they do a day and date release rather than watching it at the theater, you watch it at home. That you know the theater is gonna suffer, people will lose jobs, and you know things like that. But if I think it, they price it accordingly, like say a hundred bucks that you could watch it at home with some, uh, you know, privacy, anti-piracy measures put into place. I don't know how they would do that if you're streaming it at home, but I mean, if it was like $100, how many people would really pay $100 unless you're a real movie enthusiast? And, and then at the same time, 
if you're just going to watch it by yourself, you're not going to pay $100, right? Maybe, maybe not. Where if you're just a casual viewer, you'd pay the $13 or whatever for a matinee to go watch it once at the theater rather than just watching it at home. So, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like there there could be a nice, you know, a middle ground between buying it like at nice your house beach? or at the theater. It depends on the movie, though, in all honesty. Um, yeah, we know we have movies that go direct to DVD or what we used to call it, like when Shane was growing up, direct to VHS. And in all honesty, I've watched some of those movies and they've always, they weren't the best movies, but they've always entertained me. And I think putting movies straight to video on demand on the release date is going to take away from that wow factor that everyone's looking to go to. Because I remember watching the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man in theaters at 12 in the morning with my cousin who fell asleep. And it was just like, and now I can't even watch that movie on DVD or Blu-ray, whatever the world I'm going to use when I watch it. Listen, you wouldn't pay $100 to watch Bond at home? 100 bucks to watch Bond at home. $100 to watch Bond, No Time to Die? Yeah, day one. Like I said, look, I've got five seats in my theater. Yep. That's what? There it is. <clears throat> That's $20 a person? Yeah. I mean, you can get more people in there. I mean, it's going to sound better. It's going to look better. You're right. Yeah. Because sometimes I go to these theaters, like the one that just closed down near us, and the picture quality is not all there. Picture quality sometimes is a little dim. I remember when I went to go see Solo for the first time, or the only time in the theater, <laughs> and the freaking video was like hella dim. I didn't understand what was happening. I got that bad boy home, listened to it, watched it, sounded and looked much better. And. That right there just proved to me that sometimes the theaters are not, a, are not as on point as you think they are. And um, when it comes to Bond, I mean, I'm going to want to make sure that the presentation is as true to what the director intended, as, as true to form as possible. Yep. And um, I know that with my setup, I'm going to get that. I might need a little help to get a 4K projector sometime soon. Irrespective of that, 1080p, Sony... From Lens to Living Room, these folks that produced this, Sony. So, I mean, maybe we might see some some things in the future where maybe you might have a... Um, well, we got some AI assistant interruption here. But uh, maybe in the future, if you have a specific Blu-ray player or a specific um, streaming device, maybe you can get some sort of deal on specific movies. Maybe like some movie studios like Universal or Sony might have a specific deal with maybe um, Universal or uh, or whatever so we can get it a little bit cheaper what do you think so like if I have an X800 Mark II yeah. Sony Blu-ray player and they release an app for it and instead of getting Bond for 100 bucks yep. I get it for like 80 bucks I get like a little cut because I have their player you yeah, think that you maybe. think that could happen that would, would that entice really people to get into the home theater space though because we're doing our part here on YouTube to try to get people into the home theater space would that in turn make people want to buy more and more because a lot of the stuff that we have here has a lot of overhead in terms of cost a lot like watches I feel I feel uh, I feel if we like me and you where we have like home theaters like dedicated theaters where we're going to enjoy it with a group of people and we spend a lot of money for audio and video for speakers and all that stuff 
we're that niche group that would pay $100, I feel, for, for a big release, day and date release. Whereas the average folks would just go pay the $13 or whatever it is to go to the theater itself. So um, I think, you know, hopefully, not really hopefully, but I think this could be a starting a starting trend, a new beginning maybe, to the way that we enjoy movies at home. You know, depending on how long this whole thing lasts for. I mean, if it lasts for a few months and they see, you know, some positive gains in how things are, are happening, I think this could be something. You're right. I feel as if we have to wait and see what happens. We have to wait and see after this whole coronavirus blows over or COVID-19. And we also going to, yeah, we have to wait for the situation to be over with. We have to see if at the end of the day, maybe Universal does make money off of this. Maybe they do. Maybe this is something that is new that we're going to have to thank COVID-19 for in the future. Um, Kobe? Yeah. Kobe-19. COVID-19. Kobe-19. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. You know, I would be, I would, I would probably pay the extra 20 bucks to check out um, Trolls just to see what the quality is going to be like. Like, I want to know if it's, uh, I want to know if we're going to get surround sound, if we're going to get Atmos, or are we just going to get stereo, or are we going to get 5.1? Yeah, that's 5. a good point. So I'm interested in that as well. So I might go and buy Trolls just to check it out. Now, obviously, I'll do a review on it as well. well. We'll probably hop on, do a review of it uh, for 20 bucks. If they're going to give us a nice premium experience, then I would definitely check it out. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting point they bring up because what's going to happen when they do these day and date releases? Is it going to be the master reference quality release that you would find on a 4K disc or on a uh, iTunes stream once you purchase it? Or is it going to be something a little bit less because it hasn't been finalized yet? Or has it? Well, I know if it's a Disney release, it's not going to be in 4K, that's for sure, because... Uh, iTunes doesn't do Disney 4K. Right, so I believe reason. so I believe what I'm asking is when they go ahead, so say it's Disney, right? And say it's Trolls. Trolls World Tour, right? Say they go ahead and say, okay, look, here's Trolls World Tour, day and day release, 20 bucks. Or Universal, here's Invisible Man, 20 bucks. That stream quality, what's it going to be? Is it going to be as if you waited six to seven months and bought it for 20 bucks? Or is it going to be of lesser quality because it still is not, like, released? Because when they give movie theaters those copies, whatever they may be, I don't know if they are digital nowadays or film reels or what, depending on the movie. I know something like a uh, Tarantino Hateful Eight was probably on, re on really big film stock because of its uh, wide panoramic uh, view. And... Uh, but I remember going to see uh, Terminator Dark Fate for the second time in a bowtie BTX theater where the signal was crapping out here and there. Like it was, I could tell that like the source, the source file was digital. So like, is it going to be a master of, of, of what they would normally release um, like in the future? Or is it going to be like something of lesser quality? Like that's what I want to know. Like is it going to have all the bells and whistles? Is it, it going to have Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos? All that. Yeah, like it would have to be a premium experience, especially for you know for for first run uh, movie, big blockbuster, new Marvel movie. Like I was saying, hundred bucks I think is a fair price for a day and date at the theater. I think hundred dollars is good, especially if you're getting Atmos, if you're gonna get 4K HDR, the whole shebang. Or um, 
I think it's a fair price. I know, I know, I think that guy from uh, who invented Napster. Uh, I don't remember his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. What was that? Look it up. That's strange. Wait, wait, wait. I think the guy who invented Napster. He was starting like a something called Showbox or something like that, where you could you could get first run movies. That's some Android shit where people want everything for free, so, and they hack their their or their iPhone where they root their device or they jailbreak it and you get something like that. But um, it's still crappy. It's still torrent quality, you know. Showbox is worse than crappy. Showbox is hand cam quality movies when especially when it's new releases. Do not, I repeat, do not download Showbox. You will be disappointed in the speed that these movies load and the quality that these movies give you. So don't, just just don't. You'd be mad. On to another note. Um, so yeah, let's get back to the whole videos on demand thing that we're talking about. Except for just bashing Showbox. Uh, will it be something new to do? Yes. Will it be something cool to see? Yes. Will it be profitable to the movie companies? Only time will tell. Um, if it's up to me, I would gladly take part in it. $20 to rent what a movie do you, for yeah, 48 hours. That's what I was that's wondering. nothing. I could make that back easily. Well, that's what I'm wondering. It's a, like you—you you don't have a theater in your home, do you? No. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, would you do it, and why or why not? And would you invite people over your ho- over your house? Like, because what happens is, you see, obviously Shane and I are in a different demographic as far as consumers are concerned. But you just said you would, and you would take it back. But what if it was you would make it back quick? But what if it was a hundred bucks? I wouldn't mind. I'd pay the hundred bucks. I've fallen into the aspect of where in which I love to watch movies. Um, sometimes I don't get to watch them there, right then and there, but I've bought a lot of movies over my over my years, especially working with working on Spirit Chains with Shane for the little times you see me see me. I've taken a liking to movies, so yes, I would do that. You know, a lot of times people talk about, well, I don't want to own physical media because it's uh, it takes up too much space. Um, but the thing is, is at least with that kind of thing, you have something to show for your for a collection. And nowadays, people will have digital, and people will buy digital on iTunes, and then they'll still have something to show for their collection because it's on their Apple TV and it's hooked up to their account. When you go ahead and you do your thing for what is this um whatever it is that no, it's going to be called have, uh, day and date release we have the- you might run into a situation where you have nothing to show for all the things that you've seen yet you've spent more money if not just as much as if you had a digital collection so that's gonna that's got to be like a pain point in the future you know again i'll state it again you'll go ahead and you'll buy all the you'll rent all this stuff for twenty dollars mind you a rental is only four dollars on the itunes store that's a fact so you'll go ahead and you'll rent for $20. You'll have nothing to show for it down the road. You'll spend more money in the long term. And you didn't have the movie theater going experience. I'm speaking in someone like you. Like We're talking about like most people are going to be where you're at. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. 
You're right, but I treat my movies like how I treat my video games. If there's one thing I like more than movies, it's video games. And if I took a picture of my video game collection, I still have video games from PlayStation 2. Yeah, not PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. I was not keen on video games at when PlayStation 1 came out. I was only like a handful of years old. I was still in like kindergarten, getting my ass, getting my butt whooped by my dad for not eating food. What are you talking about? So I think the consensus is uh, I'm hoping for uh, day and date releases in the future going forward, especially for us home theater fans, audio and video fans. Day and date releases for movies at home. I think it's going to be a, a killer thing. You know, unlike the virus, killer thing. I think this whole thing is going to be a, a killer thing for, for you know, tech enthusiasts, for home theater enthusiasts. Definitely. But uh, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that this is going to be a trend going forward due to this whole virus situation going on? Um, we don't know how long it's going to last for, but do you guys think it's going to last? Do you think... We're going to get future day and date releases in the future, especially, you know, not only just smaller movies or bigger blockbusters. If you think it's going to be, then leave us a comment down below. All right. What else we got? We have a lot of questions. What do we got? We can go back in the reverse order. I'm not sure. I don't have any Canadian friends, so I'm not sure what the, what the situation is like up there. Although I heard that they quarantined it, but um, pretty sure that would have some sort of impact on what's going on with us over here in the states in terms of day in day out releases of films or just films that are already in the theater re-releasing on digital in high quality but for a premium yeah so yeah i don't know again i don't know what's going on with 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 canada but um what else we have there's something about um the new the new xbox did you check that out what about it was that shit impressive oh that it's gonna have its own sound card is that it that's the the news. Yeah, that's the latest news about the new Xbox is that it's going to have its own sound card. Or they call it sound oh. chip because they don't come from the PC building space like I do. What's so good about that? So, sound chip, which is basically a sound card. So, uh, I don't know what that thing's going to eventually look like. It looks like a PC tower to me. I think that the original Xbox One X design was much better. This new Xbox One Series X xbox series x doesn't really appeal to me but if it delivers on the horsepower end i'm all for it but then again going back to what patrick said earlier he's got a collection of games going back to the ps2 era so do i ps3 not included because that console was trash but i want to play those games again i want to play the ps4 games you know i'm an xbox gamer though i'm a 16 year xbox live veteran the thing is I still got my PS2 classics that I want to play, and I'm I'm amped for the PS5 because hopefully it'll play games all the way back to the PS1 era. But enough about gaming. 
another question we had in here was by Superdimensional. Welcome back, Superdimensional. And he asked if if it's still considered a theater if there is no projector in it. I'm going to have to say no. No. Because when you go to the theater, you don't sit around on a 102-inch or bigger TV. You uh, guys well, sit around. Hold on a second. Samsung does, Samsung does have that new uh, LED technology i don't yeah. care where, where were we type that, type that in there it's uh i don't care if it i, I don't it somewhere in europe yeah it's like europe or something like that i don't care what the technology is we talked about this on the last podcast when you watch a movie on a projector that is being that the light from it is being bounced and reflected from its source onto the screen back into your eyes that is different than having the source and the light emitting from one location there's a different feeling to it you know when you see it whether the projector is in the front of the room or in or in the back of the room doesn't matter thing is is that the signal the source the image is emanating from a place in the room being bounced onto a reflective surface and going into your eyes it's just different it's just different okay that is true. Ooh. It's cool. So Shane had me look up where the uh, Samsung Onyx theater system will be, where it doesn't use a projector, it uses an LED screen. There's actually one opening up. If any of our viewers live in Texas, there is one opening up in Texas. Um, so with that saying, what they did, what Samsung did was they just made a big, TV, mm-hmm. a big, gigantic was it QLED? I'm guessing it's a QLED because it's it's Samsung, so it would have to be a I'm QLED. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to rethink my statement. What? What I just said. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me put it back to Elias. I I'll have to rethink that statement. All right, I apologize, guys. Here's the reason why. Let's. I'll I'll keep it brief. I just realized something, because if I stick with what I just said a couple moments ago, that means I'll be um, a hypocrite. Uh, so as you all know, I come from the camera space of things, technology, that's my forte, that's my strong suit, and uh, we're in a transition going from DSLR, as you know, DSLRs have a mirror in them, where light gets bounced from the front of the lens into the camera off a mirror up to the viewfinder and then off the mirror onto the sensor what have you it's different for some sony slt cameras but nonetheless there's more moving parts i have to agree um with you guys with shane what you were going about to say and that it can still be considered a theater if you have a large screen led micro led wall like samsung is about to put in because here's the deal when it comes to mirrorless cameras mirrorless cameras it's the source and it's the projected image and it's all that all in one straight shot and it's one one big deal right like it's less moving parts and it's better technology and with a projector and a screen it's more moving parts it's more technology it's more things to go wrong this whole thing that you're talking about that you just showed us that you just showed me less technology better technology though less moving parts less shit to go wrong makes more sense to me so uh, i i you know if you guys were going to take the side of this micro led train i'm gonna have to jump on that bandwagon i see it 
I see it. And, it, and it took me to think about my background in cameras for me to understand it, but I see it, you know, because if I didn't have a projector in the back of my room, my theater, and a screen in the front, a fixed screen, I would only have one thing. I would only have just a large set of micro LEDs on my front wall. To me, that would make a whole lot more sense. That's less moving parts. That's less shit that can go wrong. So I, I, I hear you. The, I hear you. I haven't been. I, I think there's theaters out there with the Samsung uh, <clears throat> display wall out there right now. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure they opened up one. The only issue that I would see happening is since everything is like direct LED, and if it's really hitting like 4,000 nits, or whatever, that's that could be potentially harsh on your eyes because it's so bright rather than being reflected light. Not even that. I feel as if it's going to be a lot more to maintain. Can you imagine? Well, this is this is a, this, a, is, this is not our house though. This is the theaters. But this, still, this is that's job. a giant TV running probably about. Four to five movies a day. Well, they're theaters. They can afford that. I'm but just saying, still, like, health, health-wise, on your eyeballs, would it be a detriment to your vision? No, I would so definitely bright? wear sunglasses we, at night. Because we saw it at the uh, we saw it at the Sony. This guy sounds like Corey Hart over here. Sunglasses at night. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely wear my sunglasses at night to go into that movie theater because I do. I would hate to leave out that movie theater or watch movies as much as I watch movies yeah, and ended up Dennis with bad eyesight. I, would, I don't want to look like Shane. Well, we, uh, we, me, <laughs> me and Elias, we went to that Sony. Remember the A1E release? Or was it the A1E? It was actually the uh, A8F. Remember that gigantic Sony LED? Yeah, I didn't believe that that was a micro LED wall, but it was. But it was. That was yeah. awesome. We it couldn't was, see the seams. We couldn't see the lines, yeah. the perforations, nothing like that. That it was, was just a giant one TV. Big screen. Yeah. But do you think that you think we'd get some eye fatigue if we uh, stared at that for well, a long I mean, period if, of time, for if, two hours? You know, some of you guys take it out of the box and you leave it in torch mode. Yeah, you will get eye fatigue. Um, but what I still don't understand is the how can I put this? The the way in which consumers will consume this. You go to a you go to a shop. You go to your local electronics shop. What are you gonna do? You're gonna say, "Hey, man." Hey, good morning. How you doing? Hey, not bad. How about yourself? Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah, can I get ten uh, micro LED blocks? Is that how it's gonna be? And then you add to the existing TV size that you have. It's gonna sound and seem stupid. Or you're gonna go on Amazon, pack of twelve micro LED blocks for Sony XBR X970F. I mean, is that could, how it's gonna be? You can buy it now. Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Is that how it is? Because that's stupid. But then I wonder, like, what's uh, how's each block going to age? You know, if you buy one, yeah, it's gonna be all sporadic. Yeah. Okay. Is one gonna is a set, See, new set of blocks gonna be different? I'm starting to sound like Trump here. Uh, I'm starting to sound wishy washy. But if that's the case, might as well go back to the old school projector, right? Give me a little bit some of that JVC NX5, NX7, NX9 action. Like At least did. everything's gonna be uniform. Yep. I mean, it won't be as bright, but uh, it will still look. But I mean, I'm I'm in a blacked out room. I'm, I'm in a dedicated theater. It'll be like, has anyone ever woke up in the middle of the night, TV off, dark room, and you decide that I can't go to sleep, I'm going to turn on my TV, and then you blind yourself? That's probably what's going to happen after a while. You're just going to get annoyed. You're not going to want to see anything. You're just going to be like, all right. I gotta get out of here, but it is a is a nice idea, 
because I went to the movie theaters once and the projector overheated and we had to wait. No way. Yeah. Yes way. Man. What are you, what are yeah, you talking the projector about? overheated and we had to wait for them to fix it. I what was are you talking about? appalled. I wanted my money back, but I sat there, my dumb, my dumb self, and waited for that movie to play. I'm pretty sure that was an excuse from the uh, ushers. Probably was, but you know what? Eh, I can't, I can't knock them. Cause, yeah, I would. It's a good idea, micro LEDs, making a movie theater. It's a good idea because it gets rid of the projector part. You don't have to worry about a second part acting up. But like Elias was saying, like Shane was saying. How they're going to age is going to be all messed up. Because even if you get one a month after the next one, but that month, the one that you bought the month after is the one that's acting up, you're going to you're gonna be mad. You're going to be hurt. Especially if that's the one that's being overworked the most. Well, that's, that's why they're going to hopefully sell them in packs. Yeah, but how, how big of a pack would you want them to sell it in? That's a stupid idea to begin with, honestly. Because, of the con- because the consumption rate is going to be ridiculous to, to keep up with. You know what? The consumption rate and, and, and the way in which you're going to have to deal with these problems is, is just dumb. It's kind of like the thing that I prophesized would happen with the uh, Nintendo Switch. You buy a Switch and you get two, what is it, Joy-Cons left and right? Listen, what are they called? Okay, it doesn't matter if you love it or not. Here's the deal. You buy it and what happens if you lose just the left one? Do they sell just a left one? Nah, you gotta buy a left and right. That's fucking stupid. First off, Elias, I understand where you're coming from, but the controls act as one. I don't know why you're losing one left and one right. Like, I know they can use separately, but how you lost them, Elias? I lost just the left. How'd you lose just the left? Doesn't matter. Can I replace just the left? No, you'd have to buy the left and the right, but you can always I'm, just. I'm overpaying then. But you can always I'm just put the left in, unless you can probably find so it on Amazon. Have an extra right then. You could probably find it on Amazon, just the left or eBay. So it brings up a good point: resale market when it comes to micro LED blocks. Because I guess that's what it's called, right? Micro LED blocks is that what it's called? Resale market for those things. Oh, hey guys, look. I'm sorry. No. It only has it only has 400 hours. It only has four four hundred hours. Listen, we don't listen to we, we don't care about football here, right? As a matter of fact, I'm gonna say this right now. I wish this thing this this pandemic was happening during football season, so football season could get canceled, not WrestleMania, but that's a whole other thing. And if you are in the football, whoever's listening, Gronkowski gonna be at WrestleMania. And that's the deal. But anyways, when it comes to that sort of thing, yeah, what's gonna happen? People are gonna have to start counting. How much hours are on their micro LED block? Seems kind of ridiculous. I'm sorry. I totally he brought forget. that up because I seen us, Mr. Super Dimensional. I don't know if it's a lady or a guy put Brady is joining the Buccaneers. And no. Ew. Ugh. Hold on. What was the original... What was the original question? Is a television considered a home theater? Was was that the original question? No, I'm just a sports fanatic, and he oh. posted that, and it caught think, me off guard. I think the answer is. But I think we should go back to the right topic. I think the answer is, 
Um, if it feels like a home theater to you, whether it's 75 or 85 or 55 inch, then it's a home theater. That's what I think the correct answer would be. You know what, Shane? Sometimes I tell you to... In all honesty, saying sometimes I tell you to be quiet, but that's probably the smartest thing you've ever said. You know what? I'm happy you said it because that is true. Like for me, for example, I'm not like Shane or Elias. I got what a 60, 55, 60 inch TV and I enjoy the hell out of my TV. You know what? But you know, let me tell you something. That's just a cop out answer. That's a millennial answer. That's so someone like, and don't take the fence to this, but that's so okay. someone like yourself who's in seventh place can feel like you're in first place. That's the seventh place award. That's the seventh place award answer. But okay, the thing you know is, is that that's the problem with today's day and age is that we got all these millennials running the world. And although the millennials will be the ones to cure the situation that we're in now, because we are the ones that have social media at our disposal and we know how to survive, but mostly all of us, if not 95% of us, our introverts will survive and we'll keep this thing contained. But regardless of that, regardless of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right, Elias. I'm not well off like you and Shane. But you know what? When I do get my home theater system, I'm make sure I go to your home theater system first just so I can blow it under the water. I, I'm just going to blow it out the water. I'm going to go all in by the time I'm able to get my home theater system. And I'm going to invite you to my house. And I'm going to sit you down. You know what I'm going to show you? I'm not even going to show you the projector and the screen. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to show you a 30 Don't play Black TV. Panther. Don't play Black Panther I'm as your demo, demo material you. either. I'm going to show you a 32-inch TV. That's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to show you a 32-inch TV just to be a turd. In your life, I'm gonna show you, you a 32 are... inch TV. Okay, you, you guys are going off the rails right now. Okay? All right, yeah, <laughs> you guys are question. going off the rails. All right, what's the next question? <laughs> the next, all right, so <laughs> you guys are going off the rails. All right, so the next topic is um, recently weekly recap time right now. Weekly recap I recently reviewed The Rise of Skywalker, which we forgot to mention. Um, they have been since the virus has hit. They've been dropping newer releases a little bit sooner. So I think Frozen came out a few months earlier, a few weeks earlier. And The Rise of Skywalker also dropped a few days, maybe like four or five days earlier. Now that now that they know that everybody's staying home. So I, I reviewed The Rise of Skywalker, uh, I think about two days ago. Uh, it's been getting some pretty good views. Everybody seems to be interested in it, even though... Even though I'll drop up some community posts about the Rise of Skywalker, nobody seems to to reciprocate like they're interested in it. But everybody seems to to be interested in they're the interested. review. They're just not saying anything. Yeah, they're like, too busy watching it. I think um, I think people enjoy the Rise of Skywalker. They just don't want to admit to enjoying it. I'm not gonna lie. I like the movie. I Same. Thought, it's I not. It it's not the last Jedi. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. It's not. It's not like it's the yeah. last Jedi. No, it's not. It's much better than that. I thought it was. I thought this movie was more in lines to the original trilogy because there is a little bit more camaraderie with the three main characters plus Chewie plus the droids. It's not as uh, fluid and as natural as the original trilogy, of course. I felt that this was a little bit more forced of a relationship between the three characters in this last movie than what had developed in the original trilogy. Although I think if Ryan Johnson didn't do The Last Jedi 
there could have been a little bit more more gelling of all the characters. Sorry to cut you off, Shane, with the, but with the middle. With the... Unfortunately, I have yet to watch Rise of Skywalker. So you don't want to say that on this channel because people are going to hate you because you're not a movie fan if you didn't watch The Rise of Skywalker. I didn't. You ever see The Godfather? Yes, I did. You did I not see, watch uh, The Godfather? You must uh, be insane. You ever see Gladiator? Did I not watch Gladiator? You're bugging to think I you didn't watch Black Gladiator. <laughs> do you not no, see my stupid question? <laughs> not to sound crazy, but do you not see my skin color? Listen. You think I did not go to the movie theaters to watch Black Panther? The Rise of Skywalker. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it felt very much like a Star Wars movie. Not a hundred percent. I will, I want to say it felt like an eighty percent original OG trilogy Star Wars movie. It did. Yeah, and um, there were some things that were pretty predictable. I thought were predictable. There were things that, you know, I felt should have been addressed better, of course. But as an overall experience, you know, I thought, uh, I don't want to say delivered on the finality of the, of the Skywalker saga. But I do feel that it was an enjoyable movie. It looked like it was a top quality transfer. I thought it was a top quality transfer from what I've seen, uh, especially from the stream. I'll have the physical probably another week or so but to be honest i don't find a humongous difference between a physical and a digital and a digital stream to be in an uproar as some sub subscribers seem to be um it's very negligible at times especially with some of these recent digital releases um but as far as uh overall visual and audio ex audio experience you know audio wise i thought the dolby atmos mix was okay I didn't think it didn't like blow my mind, even though I think I gave it like an 8.6 or something like that. Uh, video quality wise, I thought it was definitely the best of the last two, especially the HDR, the color, the brightness, the peak highlights and everything like that. Saturation, best detail wise, sharpness wise, the best of the of the latest, the, the sequel trilogy. Yeah, my favorite part, obviously, is going to be the lightsaber battle between Rey and yep. Kylo Ren, where... You know, they've got all the waves crashing all over around mm -hmm. them. Uh, the only thing that sucks about the entire trilogy, the new trilogy, is uh, is Finn. You know, severely underused. Yep. Um, I do. I felt like... Uh, you know, just... I felt like, like... It's like a crime how underutilized he is in these three films. I mean, all he ever does is say, Ray! <laughs> That's it. I felt like he kept wanting to, like, date her. But they just kept... And he never did. Yeah, they just... They kept just, like like... Ray kept putting Finn in the friend zone. So you telling me Disney? Can I say cockblock? Well, I felt that there might have been a little bit of a odd love triangle because uh, who I don't I forgot who the Asian girl was in the movie. Oh, her Choi Choi. I don't know I think what her, her name was, was like Choi or something. But That's I the I always thought that was a little odd. Like every time she would show up on screen, Finn would be on screen at the same time. And uh, I think I think there was a one point in the movie here was like he asked her I think he asked her if she was gonna join them and the and the new adventure towards the beginning like to come with them she was like no I gotta stay behind in so many words and then he just kind of like walked off so it was kind of like a weird situation was like I'm not sure if she still liked them or if she if they've acknowledged what happened in the in the last movie. You didn't see it. 
I know that. I did see it. So you probably now, only saw it like once. I saw it like five times already. So, so now I gotta go drop thirty dollars, find buy the four K and go watch it. You're gonna have to watch it on digital yet or something like that. No, they have the four K version. I have a four K movie player. I could go you watch it at home. You got movie box? There you go. I don't have I deleted <laughs> oh, I downloaded like, Showbox and someone's like, Oh, you should try Showbox and I right. downloaded it. First off, the AI is we don't the, support that kind of thing on this channel, by the way. The the the. So I know I said it. it's just. Garbage. I know I mentioned Sean Parker and Showbox earlier, but I know it's not called Showbox. I know it's something else. Yeah, I mean, it's Show- like Movie Box, right? Yeah, something yeah, like that. What I said earlier, without speaking into the mic directly, was that we don't support that sort of thing on this channel, namely because we spend so much money on the hardware and equipment to get the show up and going. Why would we do ourselves? Excuse me. A disservice by putting in garbage content into our systems you know as the saying goes garbage in garbage out but the thing is our equipment is not trash why would we do that to ourselves yeah i mean i wouldn't watch that i'm not gonna lie i used to uh back in the day i used to before i started the channel i would i would download the torrent screeners and everything like that and watch people walking by in front of the uh, tv sets horrible yeah, <laughs> you talking about when oh, when you it. download the torrents? He's got it, ladies and gentlemen, he's got it. Yo, stay away from me. But you talking about when exactly. you download the torrents exactly. and they say cam on it? That means like it looks cam footage, where in which you can see a dude named Reggie yeah. pop up in the middle of the screen. Well, nowadays I hear the word cam and I think of uh, I think of other things. You're right. I think, I think way down the rabbit hole. I think a chatterbait. I think way down the rabbit hole when I hear cam footage, but that's on another note. So I will, today I will go, I will buy the 4K version. Rise of Skywalker. Of Rise of Skywalker. You got a 4K I TV. I will watch it. Because I sold it to you. Yeah, yep. no, thanks. Thanks for the TV. Yep, so he's got, a, he's got a 4K TV. I gave it to him. Which Listen, one? if you're one of my friends, you will get a free 4K TV at some point in time. Which one? I didn't get that for free. I had to buy it. <laughs> Oh, my bad. You got discount on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will watch it. And hopefully next week I'll be on this podcast again. Because, you know, our schedule is never really speaking of uh, Speaking of podcasts, um, usually we're going to be doing this. You know, we'll do this live. You guys can watch it live. Um, but sometimes I feel that I might get a little boring at times. So we're going to pull the entire four... Uh, podcast on our podcast which we'll leave some links below in the video's description which is on Anchor and Spotify and then we'll soon be on iTunes I believe and then possibly title as well I think uh, we're yeah, signing up for that as well if you have any ideas for the title no jokes no ha ha he he titles I need we need well mostly Shane needs real like podcast titles that you know listen he he, he thinks we shouldn't call it the spare chains podcast so we're thinking no. about something he else. tried to uh, wasn't call... sure yet so i'm still thinking shane about that. thought he was ned flanders and tried to call it what did you try to call it shane i'm not sure what you're talking about what did you try to call it do you remember no it's what i said it should be it's gonna be called pocket change if you yeah. guys think it should be called one, something yeah. else that's you guys one. can leave a comment in the chat i see you're very vocal about many other things so why don't you leave a comment about that? There it is. If you guys have an, uh, an idea of what we should call the podcast rather than Spare Change Podcast, Pocket, uh, Pocket, Pocket Change, change. seems to be a front runner right now. 
But uh, if you guys have an idea, then uh, leave a comment and uh, it'll be taken into consideration. And if we use it, then, you know, I'll give you something for free. Matter of fact, I think we could. Sh I think, Shane, you should go with po um, pocket change. It, it just goes with the whole flow of spare change, pocket change, stripper change. I don't know. It just flows with everything. And I, you know, Elias, you do good work when you're ready. Yeah, I know. You do real good work. But. So the uh, consensus was, uh, you know, I just wanted to touch on the 4K transfer of The Rise of Skywalker. I know the the entire saga. You know, there's one thing that I didn't get. This is like the wrap up of the Skywalker saga. But why is episode nine called The Rise of Skywalker? Like, how are you going to end the Skywalker saga with something called The Rise of Skywalker? Wouldn't that mean a continuation of the Skywalker saga? I mean, normally things end with something risen. If you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean. Oh, wait, no. Are we going to do spoilers on this podcast? Because, you know, honestly, I'm going to watch the movie, but I want to know, does Rey rise up to the challenge what she's given? I'm guessing is, she's a Skywalker. You're only saying this because you haven't seen the last movie. Pretty much. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> so there it is. So, uh, yeah, so just to wrap up. Wrap up the Rise of Skywalker. Um, listen, I think it's going to look fantastic on 4K Blu-ray. I watched the entire saga on Disney+. Plus, and if you guys have missed those reviews, it's on the channel. Just just search it out. It's on there as well. I don't think there's going to be a drastic difference between the physical and what's happening on Disney+. Plus. But who knows? Maybe you'll get a surprise. But I've never seen a big deviation between the physical and a digital stream before. But yeah, check out those reviews. And those are, you know, those are our thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker. Let us know your thoughts on this digital stream 4k transfer and do you think it's going to be a massive difference between the, dig the digital stream and the physical 4k blu-rays you know to bring things full circle i know we're talking about and this stream is in this podcast is about video on demand and day in releases of films such as invisible man and uh trolls world tour you know if rise of skywalker was one of those films where it actually was released for home consumption for like 20 bucks or even in Shane's world 100 bucks um, I would say I probably would still go to the theaters and watch it because there's something to be said about actually going to a theater you know the movie theater going experience I always ask people all the time because I was too young to experience this back in the day but I always ask people older than I like you, you know some people in my social circle I'll ask them what was it like when The Matrix came out like, what was that movie theater going experience like, you know, when... I'm pretty sure he's referring to me. Well, I... <laughs> I was going to, but I kind of, like, covered it up. All right, crazy story. <laughs> but, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what was it like when the first Fast and Furious movie came out? Like, I was too young to go, and I and, and, and it was kind of, like, uh, taboo. Really? Wait. I mean, I, I wasn't too young to go, but, like, my mom wouldn't have brought me because it was kind of like a... Uh, sexual kind of thing it, it was almost like the howard what? stern show hold on a second it was almost like the howard stern show where it was kind of like like you could consume it as as a as like a 12 year old or 13 year old but like you probably shouldn't because it's like too risque for you sort of like that so what i'm saying is that like my point is when the matrix first came out 
like in and what was it Shane 99 like yeah, what was 99. that movie theater going experience like because I remember when the world is not enough 007 first came out and the line was out the door and you know, um the only the only real big theatrical experience that was very memorable to me yeah. was the crow with Brandon Lee oh yeah that was the, that was the the Hold most on. exciting Hold time that I've had in the movie theater I remember when um I think it was uh he first turned into the crow and there was this big musical montage they had played I don't know if it was Stone Temple Pilots or something like that but there were so many I think he killed his first dude there's so many people cheering in that theater. It was crazy. That's the first time I've experienced something really uh, electric in a movie theater. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. and then To the, be in the movie theater with a and bunch the, of strangers, people that you don't know, experiencing this once-in-a-lifetime moment. Like, this is the only time that The Crow will be aired for the first time. And you are in the room and sharing that experience with mm-hmm. a bunch of strangers. There's a special magical feeling about that. And Chris Nolan talks about that all the time. He says, yeah. you know, there's something special about going to the theater, watching on a large screen, loud sound, in the theater with a bunch of strangers. The last something one. special, something magical about it. I don't know. I don't think I went with you. I think I went with my wife. I think the last time was when Captain America caught the hammer from Thor. I hate Marvel. I don't care. No, that you shit. You hate Marvel? That uh, shit was but crazy, But talking about dude. movie theater, just like when I was talking about when I went to go see the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. It was... Wait, did you see Did you see uh, Endgame in the theater? Yes, I did. I did just for the same reason that I'm talking about. Wait, you didn't get... I saw Endgame in the theater for Hold the on. same exact reason that I'm talking about. Like you... the same exact point that I'm talking about. You didn't you get go amped up? just to say you went. You didn't get amped up when he caught that hammer? End game. If Elias says he didn't get amped up when Captain America caught that hammer, Elias is a crazy you, person. But I do I understand he's a DC. He's <laughs> a DC person. I'm a DC guy too. He's I, a DC like, person. I got DC shit all the time. But when Captain America picked up that hammer and everything that happened when he threw the hammer and it came back to him, I was like, what? sorry to make weird noises, <laughs> but it was in. The fact that I was sitting in the movie theater and I was able to sit there and see all the Avengers come together. We had Iron Man, Captain America. We had the Hulk in the Hulk Buster armor. We had Black Panther. A whole plethora of people just joining into that fight. It was immense. And that's just what movie theaters are offer you it doesn't just offer you a big screen it offers you the ability to share a moment with a crowd of people that you do not know yeah so like normally sometimes you watch something like i know maybe some of you guys are watching the stream with a buddy of yours and then you're watching and you're listening to any one of us and you're cringing but you're cringing harder because you're experiencing a cringe-worthy moment with a friend and you're embarrassed flip that on its side right and just imagine the excitement that you would feel with a friend in addition Hold to on. that with a bunch of other people that's what we're talking about you miss that when you when, when you release something day of for home release like no time to die i want to experience no time to die in the theater when it drops the same way i released or same way i uh, experienced Skyfall when that released in a theater. I remember that experience. I remember Dark Knight when it released for the first time. I saw it day one. 
I don't like, I don't feel that I don't feel I don't think anything happened in the Dark Knight at the theater. Like I saw I saw it and I was excited cuz I was like, yo, this is unlike a Batman movie cuz it was more like a film than a comic book movie. But but to someone's point in the in the chat, I think I had mentioned I I think I mentioned the uh the whole crow thing, which is exciting cuz I was I think it was a uh, an adult. I was like in my 20s. <clears throat> but as oh. a ch- but as a child, as a child what I remember as a child at the theater, which I felt a real emotional connection, was when Optimus Prime died in the Transformers movie. There I you remember, go. yeah, there it is. There you go. I remember, I feel you on that yeah, one. yeah, I saw that with my dad, and I remember I felt like crying, but I couldn't do it because I was with my dad. But <laughs> I fucking almost fucking cried when I saw that at the theater. I I remember that shit like it was yesterday. That's like when I watched the second Sam Raimi movie. And everyone was carrying Spider-Man in that train. I was like, I hope he doesn't die. Even though I knew the movie wasn't over with. I was like, no! I was mad at Doc Ock. Hold on a second. What what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? What's Spider-Man? Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock. No, remember he was fighting Doc Ock on the train? Yeah. And then they had that whole scene where he... He lost. In all honesty, he lost. But the people were like on the train. He got his ass whooped, but he did stop the train. He got his ass whooped. I'm sorry. You got his ass whooped, but he did stop the train, and everyone was like, "We got you, Spider Man." I was in tears, and I don't cry. What? I hear you. Yo, check this out, though. So here's the thing with me. See, I'm a '90s baby. Okay, '90 and dot is to be to be exact. All right, giving away my age here. Give, give, give my age away here but that's okay because that basically gives credence to my next statement um hold on hold on hold look, on hold on god damn it this guy said et i remember et too fuck we keep getting older and older here i remember et <laughs> well, I mean, and i remember well, i mean look, and i remember the thing is, is Transformers. This. the thing is is this when i was in high school i would sit there in high school and i would go through certain things i'm not going to say what some good some bad and then i would on saturday nights watch on certain channels on TV the breakfast club that's right the breakfast club the same breakfast club of the shirt that I'm wearing same exact we pose talk- that Shane is doing oh, okay yeah <laughs> same exact pose that Shane is doing and I would think to myself god damn I wish that yeah that's exactly what was going on right now I wish that uh I went to the theaters and saw that film and was in high school at that time to basically be one in one with the movie or with the film I should say because Hold Breakfast on. Club is a film that doesn't make sense you saw the Breakfast Club when? no no what I'm saying is that I wish I wish I saw it in the theater I saw the Breakfast Club in the 90s about 96, 97 or whatever yeah. you know when it was airing on TV what not TNT, TBS what have you and I would say to myself damn this released in the 80s if I were a high school student during the 80s and I went to the theater to go see The Breakfast Club in the 80s, that would have been one hell of a magical experience, especially if I went with, like, you know, high school crush or some best friends or whatnot. The same way, the thing is about that film, this film, Breakfast Club, is that you felt like one of those people, especially if you saw it while you were in high school. And it would I have been amazing it. to go see that. I saw it in back the theater. I, I, I saw it back in the day, and I remember thinking, like, why wasn't 
eyes cool as these guys back in high school. Like, like I remember thinking about. That's what I'm saying. It's like somebody in the comments mentioned that you know after Fast and Furious, they said everybody wanted to soup up their car after they saw Fast and Furious one for the first time. I, you know, imagine well, being in high on. school. Let's talk about. You you may not let's, be as cool as these about. guys in the movie, but let's talk after about. you watch the movie, you know that walk that you do when you leave the movie theater and they start playing the end credits. You're like, mm, yeah, I feel like I was part of that. <laughs> Hold on, That's back, the walk that you would have done, and you would have bagged back all to kinds the, uh, of girls. Back to the 80s. Back to the 80s when I was a kid and Breakfast Club came out. Okay. You know how hard it was for, uh, I know, this whole social inclusion Distancy. or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, maybe like racial acceptance back in the 80s. Okay. There was no way in hell I was getting a girl like Molly Ringwald being a young Asian child in a high school or middle school so it was like i had to live my life thinking i was a white guy uh meeting these cute white girls and that just never ever happened and i feel like in today's age it's a lot easier to uh to, you know to to be to to racially inter intermingle yeah, so back then, back then, I think if you were like an, a white guy or uh, maybe a young a black young black child like uh patrick and then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then me, Bruh. and then me, and then me thinking like I loved movies even back then. Like it was like a weird experience loving movies like that. But even like just having little 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 fantasies in my mind it was like I wish I could be a jock and a white jock in high school back in, in the eighties with long hair, like Ferris Bueller or, or, you know or, what, or Shane? Judd Nelson. I can't even hold you That's on not, that. Yeah, because I've sat and watched classic 80s movie and i'm like damn but you but you in a different time age listen i, yeah, I grew I, up I, am in a different time, I grew up when these I've movies came there, out I've i remember watched, watching at the theater and it was I've sat it's there different. and i've watched breakfast club i've watched 16 candles i've watched those movies because that's what i grew up with with my grandma and my mom and i sit there and i'm like well, because of the reruns during the 90s no, we had the actual vhs's oh, okay. we had breakfast club running 24-7. And if it wasn't Breakfast Club, we had like the black Purple movies Rain. like Purple Rain. Purple Rain. They mentioned in the comments. The, 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 um, the Fighting <laughs> Temptations, the Five <laughs> Heartbeats. And it was just, as I Hold sat on. there and watched it, it really sculpted my mind into how things... You know, the only character that that uh, was really was relatable to me was uh, Indiana Jones. Part part two? <laughs> no, the, I forgot the fuck his name was. The little Asian dude from Indiana Jones Oh, 2. um, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, I'm sure somebody's going to chime in in the it's chat. It's not Tauntaun. Tauntaun's no, something else. That's a fucking Star Wars in Empire Strikes Back. The, 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 no, Tauntaun. The creature. No, I'm thinking of... Avengers. Short round. Short round. I think it was short round <laughs> in uh, Indiana Jones <laughs> 2. Back, back in the 80s, the only Asian kid was short round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune. Oh, that's and right. That's, that's, that's me. Right. I was not in... I, I'm not going to get a girl from the Breakfast Club. I'm not going to get... I'm not going to be the guy from 16 Candles. I'm not going to be any of this guy. I'm not going to be Robert Downey Jr. in any of these 80s movies. I'm short round. Because I was a little fucking Asian kid back in, back in the 80s. And I can understand your generation where you're like all these new shows showing up in, uh, you know, with nostalgia with the Stranger Things and all this other stuff. And uh, <laughs> but in well, my see, day, it wasn't. It's it was very different. My... 
You see, well, I'll just say this. Um, being a 90s kid, like 90 on the dot, um, let me just give you a frame of reference to what I grew up with. And this is just my personal experience. I'm not trying to say I'm a poster child for the 90s kid. Uh, me, personally, I grew up with wrestling, number one. Number two, James Bond. Number three, Rugrats. Um, and if I had to choose a number four, I'd say stuff like Terminator, Predator, um, Platoon, movies like that. You know, war movies. Uh, and then video games, Battlefield 1942 on PC. I was a PC gamer back in the day before consoles really got going and really got good um, with 360 and stuff like that. My enjoy. I still had an original Xbox and a PS2, but the thing is, is like with the I think it's the sixth, the sixth console generation is what the PS3 and the uh, 360 is. That's when it really started kicking off for me. But gaming, wrestling, 007, and um, shit, I forgot what the other two were that I said. Oh, Rugrats, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, perfect. Adult Swim was the fucking shit. All right. Um. I know this stream is about video on demand. Is it becoming? Is it gonna become the new trend? Man, if they made a cowboy bebop movie like U.S. version, we'd lose our mind and we'd buy it for a hundred dollars day one, so I could experience it in my theater. So here you go, Patrick. I just wanna steal the mic. But if they made a cowboy bebop movie, well, don't forget, space goes coast to coast. My mind will explode. I would spend every waking dollar that i make buying cowboy bebop memorabilia a cowboy bebop movie forget it i'd buy the dvd the blu-ray and the 4k just because of that i'm not a 90 i'm a 90s baby i was born in 94 i'm not 90 like elias but what i grew up with was pretty much the same thing i grew up with I grew up with my cousin, so in terms, I grew up with 90s hip-hop, original 90s hip-hop, so like, Big Pun, Biggie, Tupac, I grew up with the PlayStation 1, with the limited controls that I had, trying to beat my cousin, I, all of that has built me to be who I am today, and I would say this, no, honestly, video on demand, just to go back to what we we're talking about, will it wouldn't destroy what I grew up with, but it will completely change the face of making videos of movies. It would it wouldn't be as exciting. And <sighs> right, it's just like what we said. You know, there's an experience to be had once yeah, it's time to go to the theater. Like yeah, you, you, you carve out time on your week or your weekend to go to the theater, and the fact that you don't have to do that basically, it is uh, taking more away from us as human beings because, like, with social media and with phones and with the accessibility of content, including gaming, we have entered a world in which everything is on demand. So Facts. if everything is on demand. What do we do with our time? Like, really, like, if, if if you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, do you... And Like, some people, I have, I know some people, and I kind of get like this, too. Sometimes you inevitably don't do anything. Because if Facts. you say to yourself, I can do it whenever I want, you just don't do anything at all. It's kind of like having too much to do, and you don't know how to do it, so you don't do it at all. Because, like, 
it's kind of like your uh, paralysis by analysis. It's sort of like yeah, it's sort of like on that wavelength, right? Um, so when you do something like that and you have a situation like this, you say to yourself, "Well, fuck, I don't have to do it at all." But the thing is, if a movie plays at a certain time, if a movie starts at a certain time, and you get out of work at a certain time, naturally you're gonna say, "Well, fuck." It's time to go to the theater at this time. And you make it for that time. And you are there on time. Like, you do your thing on time. Whereas, like, you get home. Oh, it's on demand. Oh, I can pay $100 whenever I want. Whatever. I'll do it whenever I want. And then, like, maybe you may not do it. You may just keep postponing it until you just never do it. And then, you know what's sad about that, Elias? You know how many times I've wanted to watch movies in theaters and then i seen them on, like, direct TV on demand or optimum on demand. And I'd rather just... Wait for them to come out on DVD or or 4K. More likely, I'll wait for them to come out on 4K because I'm not wasting my time on a DVD or no Blu-ray copy. But well, that's what I'm saying. But if, like, the the content that you were to consume was um, had a timer on it. Basically, that's what happens with movies. Yeah, when facts. you go In the movie theater, movie theaters don't play. Movie theaters are not going to play 1917 for the rest of this 2020. 1917 may still be in the theater, right? It may still be in the theater, but it's not going to be in the theater for the rest of the year. Well, it I just isn't. Watch but this the thing though. is, the fact that you have that in your psyche is that, oh shit, well, there's a timer on this. It's going to take six to eight months before I can actually get to watch it, unless I want to download it like a like an idiot. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. We got another AI interruption, folks. But the thing Thank is, you, Siri. If, if you go ahead and say, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll download it, and you want to watch Jerome, or who was the guy, Reggie, uh, no, no offense to Reggie, who was one of our friends, walk by in the theater as he's wa- as you're watching the movie, because it's a cam screener, that's crap. We're not trying to see that stuff, because we buy quality stuff, we're not trying to put garbage into our, excuse me, quality equipment. It's much different when there's a timer on the quality content. You might say 1917's in the theater for the next month, and that's the only time you'll be able to see it for the next eight months because in eight months it's actually coming out on DVD. I'm sorry, not DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, whatever, right? Um, let's pick another example. I don't care. No Time to Die comes out, right? No Time to Die comes out in November. When do you think it's going to be on DVD next year and 4K Blu-ray next year? It depends. So cause... say it's going to come out like in May of next year, right? Say No Time to Die... 4K comes out next year. 4K UHD Blu-ray, okay? No Time to Die comes out. 4K UHD Blu-ray next year. And say it's an amazing film, right? Yeah. Will you be able to say, I went to the theater and I saw it? I firsthand and I saw it in the theater. And it was amazing. And I loved it. The thing is, is that like, how long did it take to get to 4K UHD? I remember one of the movies that took the longest amount of time to ever come out on 4K, not even 4K, because 4K was another time. I remember one of the movies that took the longest amount of time to come out, and people are talking about it in the comments right now, but it's also one of my favorite film franchises. Terminator Salvation took forever to come out on Blu-ray. Forever. I, I used to work in the industry in terms of, I used to work <laughs> at Target. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, but I'm real passionate about this. No, I, I used you. to work at Target. And I used to work Tuesday, Monday, Tuesdays. I used to set the new uh, DVD and Blu-ray planograms. Yep. And freaking Terminator Salvation was the one movie that I didn't see in the movies. Because um, I heard it sucked. Because Christian Bale had his meltdown on set. But I remember that took forever to come out on DVD and Blu-ray. And we waited forever at Target to receive that as a release. And when it finally came out, I was like, God damn. Well, it's about freaking time. Right? But by that time, I was getting tired of the job and I quit. Right? I moved, I moved <laughs> on to somewhere else. 
The thing is, it took forever to come out. Had I been interested to watch it, I would have went to the theater and rushed and watched it. Had there been a way to watch it at home, right, it would have took the magic out of the movie to begin with. It would have. It's it's a slippery slope when you, we come on to videos on demand and videos being launched on the day of release. Whether it's in the movie theater or, on your, or where you can watch it on your TV, it's going to be a slippery slope because there's people who are going to want to watch it in theaters. There's people who don't want to watch it in theaters. And there's people like me who are extremely introverted and would rather watch it at home. And at the end of the day, you can't please everybody. And where I get to that is the fact that I wouldn't mind if movies, new movies were video on demand. Because half the time I'm either at school or at work. And I won't, I don't get that time to go watch movies unless it's like really planned ahead. Like what I did for, um, what movie did I plan ahead for? Like Endgame. Endgame I had to, I requested the day off so I could go watch it. But not everyone has that ability. Not everyone has that option. So video on demands would be a plus, but it would also be a negative because first off, you don't get to experience not everyone's going to have the chance to experience the video quality that the stu- that the studio wanted them to experience. You get that Not everyone is going to have a home theater system like Shane or Elias. Not everyone is going to have a, a sound system that's going to be able to s- differentiate all the sounds that go on, the booms and the cracks and the little whispers. So it all depends on, it's going to all depend on like, just in general, people's acceptance of how to watch movies now. And it will take away. I'm not going to lie, Elias. It will take away wholeheartedly from the movie theater experience that I grew up with. But I know that's ending anyway. Just look at how these kids are now. They're they don't want they they'd rather go out and party like as if they're twenty one rather than go to the movies and watch a movie. They'd rather sit there and you torrent and find illegal copies of movies. You know what? You bring up a good point. Let me tell you something. I know sometimes on this live stream and on this podcast and even on this channel, you might see us and catch us using our phones intermittently. doesn't mean that we're jaded. doesn't mean that we're not interested in what we're talking about, anything like that. It just means that the common means of communication nowadays is the cell phone, and that's just what we've adapted to. However, sometimes I've seen people go ahead and they'll use their phone throughout a whole entire movie, and I have a freaking problem with that. You know, It's so much to the point where it's like, in my own actual home theater... I feel like putting a basket right outside the door that says, before you enter this room, you must surrender your cell phone into this basket. Because how fucking annoying is that? That every time somebody is watching a movie with you, they're checking their phone. What are you checking your phone for? This is an experience we're having together right now. I don't care that I didn't make this film. I care that you and I are experiencing this film together. And you're kind of disrespecting my expectation 
and me by checking your phone when we're trying to watch this movie together. Okay? I remember I had a friend once who called me during a movie. I said, why are you calling me during the movie? Aren't you watching the movie? Aren't you go? Aren't, didn't you go? It was... Oh, fuck. I can't say what the movie was because then you'll know who the person is. But anyways, it was a movie with Chris Brown. And he was like uh, running around and jumping and shit with a couple of other people. I think Paul Walker was in it. My boy calls me and he says, yo, yeah, we at the movies right now. I said, fuck you mean you're at the movies right now? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm just chilling outside in the lobby. I said, did the movie start yet? He said, yeah, like halfway through. I said, what the fuck are you doing outside in the lobby? Uh-huh. Why are you outside in the lobby? You should be in the theater watching it. You guys went to the movies together to experience a film. In this case, it wasn't a film. It was an actual movie. Uh, what was it called? It was called Risk Takers. Takers. Oh, just regular takers. Takers of Chris Brown. My boy goes to watch it. Okay. Movie was good. How come my boy wasn't watching the whole thing from beginning to end? You know, it, it, a lot you of things nowadays has to do with attention span. You know but it's, a, a it's, it's, it's disrespectful when you go ahead and check your phone during a movie. You Very who, disrespectful. You know who do, who does that when I go to the movies with? <laughs> Shane, I swear to God, if you save me, I'm going to fight you. Because I always make sure I put my phone on. Do not disturb before the movie starts. You know, when I get when I get into a movie and I'm like, fuck, this is a goddamn good movie. And I look over to my right. <laughs> Patrick always sits to my right. And I'm like, this motherfucker's not even paying attention. You know, it doesn't even matter if it's on Do Not Disturb. What matters is that you still got this itch to know who's hitting you up. You still got the itch. And that's what gets you to check your phone. I don't check my phone at the movie theaters. I may fall asleep, I'm not going to lie. I work crazy amount of hours. I'm always up and I'm always moving. But I try not to check my phone during movies. And for Shane to bring that up for that one time I did that, you a hoe. You know what? I'm not even sure what we're talking about right now. (laughs) What was the topic that we're talking about? Something about the 80s and uh, watching G.I. Joe and Transformers. I remember that. Um, I think we were talking about The Rise of Skywalker. Did, did well, I, I mean, basically I what we're up? talking about is we're talking <laughs> about videos on demand. And we're just basically yeah. trying to bring everything back to this idea that, okay, well, how would you feel if that movie that you're talking about was on demand? Like, how would you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Like. What the fuck? It's like we're we're, we're doing connects. Remember connects? That's like it's like we're doing connects. Either that or we're fucking on an ass parade update. <laughs> um, right, we, t- we touched on uh, we touched on uh, we wrapped up the uh, I think I wrapped up Skywalker right? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, let's uh, another review that. All right, so another review that uh, we did was, or rather, I did was. 1917 the digital stream which had dropped last week and i believe the 4k blu-ray drops next week um i had seen it we didn't talk about this last 1917 listen if 1917 came out video on demand the day of release um yeah dude what the fuck is up with this it's because you moved the camera that's why we've got this uh that's why we got this uh, Mandingo action right here <laughs> with this fucking it's arm. A, it's a visual, but anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, uh, yeah. So if 1917 came out day of, I probably would have saw it at the theater. Did you see it on IMAX? Wait, did you even see it at the theater? I did see it at the theater. Okay. But the thing is, is that 
I would have saw it at the theater still. And here's why. Because there was a lot of Oscar buzz saying best picture. Because there was so much buzz about it, I would have saw it at the theater. I would have said, God damn it, I need to know what it feels like to go to the theater and see this. And I need to have this accolade in my arsenal and on my resume. Right? I need to have this for me. I need to have the uh, bragging rights to say, yo, I went to the theater and I saw 1917. If it was video on demand at home, same quality, same day, same week, what have you. Even though, excuse me. That was just a burp. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have COVID. Even though I would have been able to invite more people over, I still would have probably want to go see it in the theater because it is a different experience. Like we keep talking about, um, whether the theaters eventually upgrade or inevitably inevitably upgrade to micro LEDs screens doesn't matter. Um, better technology, I'm all for it as long as the picture is big. Because one of my favorite directors, Chris Nolan, always talks about how the movie theater going experience is about big picture. Big sound, enjoying things in a room full of strangers that you do not know. Obviously, they're strangers. Of course, you don't know. So them. I didn't see it. I didn't see it at the theater, but I did. I don't think you saw it uh, at home yet, right? You didn't see it at home. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. No. I, I didn't see it at the theater, but I reviewed it at home in uh, Atmos and Dolby Vision. And from my perspective, if you guys had watched the review. I wasn't blown away by the audio, even though from all the trailers, I thought it was going to be a audible spectacle. I didn't think that was the case whatsoever. I thought there were a couple of uh, standout moments when he was running through the trenches, which I think was in the trailers, and explosions were going off left and right, um, above. But most of the time, I think uh, there wasn't too much happening above my head. Um, it was mostly a bunch of atmospherics, you know, whether you're outside whether the character the two, the two one or two characters were traversing outside in the uh, you know out in the fields or what have you the that's the only thing you know the the whole atmos experience that I got from the movie the musical score I thought the musical score was great that was a wonderful sounding uh, but if you're if you had planned on picking up this movie on digital or on physical blu-ray and you were thinking about this is a fantastic sounding, you know, war movie. Then no, I don't. I don't think so. You know, I didn't find it that way whatsoever. You know, if that's the case, then you would be better off going the route of say from Private Ryan or Hacksaw Ridge. You know, if you think it's going to be like an audible, audible spectacle, which I thought it was going to be just from the trailers alone. But I mean, as uh, far as like a visual standpoint, then I would do the, I think from a visual standpoint, I think 1917 was fantastic sounding. And I'm sorry, from a visual standpoint, I think 1917 was uh, fantastic looking. But audibly, I just thought it was uh, above average, but it's still a solid experience. And I wish I could say that it was, it had, uh, was the same experience as I got from the theater to the home experience, but you know, I haven't seen, I didn't see it at the theater, whereas Elias did. So I, I don't know if it really translated well from the theater to the home. So I have the copy. Uh, I have the iTunes copy. I just haven't been able to watch it yet. I've secured the download. I've downloaded it. Um, what, 1917? No, the fact that you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh, this guy. This guy over here. Well, listen, here's the deal. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking about in the comments about how the movie theater experience is not going to go away, that it's just going to change. 
I think that that's a good thing because you know what's funny is that like a lot of theaters nowadays are starting to become more premium in their presentation and their their seating. For some reason, it's like now you can easily secure a seat and a ticket that's like not or it doesn't seem like too overly priced that has reclining seats that uh, they're not cum stained and uh, they don't have liquids on them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah reclining seats and on the whole nine and they're not that expensive so it's like well this is not gonna last long but maybe it can maybe it will and and i believe it should and the way it should last longer is like someone in the comments said marking up the prices making it a premium to go to the theaters making it commonplace making it commonplace to watch and having that option at home to be able to say listen I want to watch No Time to Die at home instead of the theater. Okay, just know that it's not going to be as good of an experience. Somehow, I guess they might be able to dumb down the quality of the stream, and that's what I keep saying, and that's what, that was my question earlier on, is like, is the stream quality going to be dumbed down? Like, is it going to be a, like, video-on-demand style, like, screener-type quality instead of a master format-type quality? Just to, like, prove it to you that, like, hey, look, listen, this is not the full experience. Um, and you have to come to the theaters or you have to wait six to eight months for it to actually release on 4K Blu-ray to get the whole true quality master reference 4K or even in the future, 8K experience. If that's the case, then movie theaters will survive and they should charge that premium. Not only should their concession stands charge that premium, but um, their alcohol. You know, it's so funny because I remember growing up, I never... I never, ever saw alcohol at a movie theater. Growing up, again, born in, born in 1990, going all the way to 2010, never freaking saw alcohol in a movie theater. All of a sudden, you know, we have, we're sipping these White Claws, right? Whether you want to call us beta or not, doesn't matter. Fact is, they actually have alcohol in movie theaters now. I don't like that because what happens when I have kids? What happens when my boy's kids? They go to the theaters. They see this little stand that they can't go to, that their parents will not go to. Daddy, mommy, what's that? Oh, it's an alcohol stand. We don't talk about that. Oh, that puts it in their mind. Now the movie theater going experience is not that much of an innocent thing anymore. This is a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast. But I will say that when it comes to alcohol at the movie theater, that is another way they've been enticing people to come. How because can we now, go from 1917 to alcohol in the theaters? Well, because now the thing is, is that like when you go to the theaters, you know, of course, alcohol makes everything feel and sound and look a little better, apparently. Right. So you go ahead and you watch it and uh, you may be depressed as you may watch it and you know you will be. So you go ahead and you buy a little seltzer at the bar. Thing is, they'll go ahead and it'll all come for a circle, Shane. Don't worry about it. Thing is, you go ahead and you'll buy this at the bar. You'll buy a little something, something at the bar and then you'll go to watch the movie and then you might like the movie a little better you might like the experience a little better some people they just don't like going to the movies sometimes just because like oh yeah it's dirty or, oh yeah i don't want to be next to this person but then again you have a little drink you have a little mixer little mixed drink your guard is down you're not that crazy about being next to a stranger you're okay it makes you come back well if they start charging a premium and include the bar it may just make movie theater, the movie theater going experience, that much more of a boutique thing. So if we can get there, 
They're still gonna stay. I understand where you're coming from, Elias, but in all honesty, it makes sense to you. It makes sense. It makes sense. In all honesty, Elias, (laughs) the bar, because it's a bar, in movie theaters isn't up. It's it's a give and take type of thing. So yes, it will bring people in to the movie theaters. Yeah. But how many of those people actually going to be in the movie theaters? And remember the movie if they get if they're allowed to. Well, that's drink. a good point. That's a good point because if you're sauce as fuck and you're watching a movie, you're not gonna remember it. But you gotta remember there are movies where in which halftime you have to be sauced to watch because that's the only way they make sense. Because there, there are yeah, like all the Marvel that. movies for me. <laughs> what is your problem against the Marvel movies? They're not. Uh, I remember a friend of mine, my best friend actually. He said, yeah, the only reason I enjoyed Deadpool was because I was sipping on something. <laughs> fuck Deadpool. <laughs> fuck Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and fuck Marvel. So, yeah, my experience with uh, 1917 was, uh, I thought it was an, I thought it was a very good experience <laughs> visually and audibly. If you guys had missed the review, then definitely check out the review, which is also on the channel. And let us know your thoughts on the review of 1917, if you saw it on digital or if you saw it on 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, can you just, like, erase everything Elias just said with all the F-bombs he just dropped? Because it was unnecessary. Not even. What are you talking about? I'm actually speaking for people that have not spoken yet that are in the comments. I'm the voice of the voiceless. And that's the one thing that you guys are going to realize slowly but surely. That that's what I'm here for. I'm here to talk for the people that are in the back that don't want to talk. Calm down, Ric Flair. You're good to go. Woo! But... Well, that's more of a CM Punk thing if you're a true wrestling fan, being the voice of the voiceless and all. You can tell this guy's not a wrestling fan. You can tell he's a beta because of that. Probably likes football. But anyways, here you go. Alright, so here's a here's an off-topic question that we hadn't planned for. Elias. So now that this uh now that this virus has struck and has uh, struck the entire nation, everybody's home. What are some of the movies that you guys think that we should uh, binge watch? TV shows we should binge watch? Or are there movies that you think that you may have missed that you would really want to watch now that you're going to spend a lot more time in your house? Alright, I'm going to sound like a real a real nerd right now, but I feel as if everyone should start watching the DC animated movies. Because just the other night I watched Superman Red Sun, and I was like, wow. I know that DC doesn't have the strongest live-action superhero movies, but their animated movies are something to really watch. Because, like, I was extremely happy with that movie. Elias, don't go coughing over here. You know I'm black. You know Idris Elba caught coronavirus, and I don't want to catch it. Listen, I wasn't um, I wasn't the biggest fan of I didn't think I was going to be a big fan of uh, The Office or Parks and Rec But I have been watching The hell out of The Office and Parks and Rec With Michael Scott You didn't like The with Office? With Chris Pratt No, no, no I didn't think I was going to But now the that I've been spending hilarious. a lot more time at home I've been watching The Office and Parks and Rec I think that if we're talking about shows uh, I'm sorry to cut you off Shane But I think if we're talking about shows And this virus The one... F- 
series you all need to watch is The Walking Dead. Um, Because that'll really prepare you, not only physically, but mentally, for the fuck is, you know, what's going to happen. But uh, you can go ahead and switch the camera back to you and talk. But I think I think if you check on iTunes um, trending, I believe Contagion is one of the... Uh, was it on iTunes? Or was it on, I believe it's, it's on, on a, I heard iTunes. it's not on Netflix. I heard iTunes Netflix is like... I heard Netflix is just, you know, they dropped it. If it's not on Netflix, Netflix, you're really dropping the ball right now. Like, way to go, Netflix, for not having it in your catalog at this point in time. I've seen the film. Contagion? Contagion, yeah. Contag- God damn, dude. Okay, I'm seeing this shit wrong. I remember who's in who's in that is uh, Marion Cotillard. Uh, yeah, in uh, the, Vision, the guy. Vision. And the the other guy, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's in it. He dies He's though. And God damn, I'm sorry for everybody who, who I've sworn the Matt Damon yeah, is in it, but he it, dies. It came out like fucking huh? It came out years ago, so yeah, it came out years ago. It's, it's, yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, it's your damn fault. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman, he's in that. Is that, is it that I, one? I believe so. Hold on, let me right? check. We're going to do a little yeah, bit of fact-checking right now. This is check. not the presidential debate, but we're still going to do fact-checking. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of odd that uh, I was looking at movies to buy, uh, like new releases to buy on iTunes, and Contagion was on there. Okay, let's see here. I don't think it – what was the other one? There was another one just like that with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Do you remember that one? Came out years ago. I, he might be in that one. Was that the same movie? I I feel like there was two different ones. Think so. Hold on. Contagion. Here we go. This is like the thing right there. Oh, there it is. Came out in two thousand eleven. Right. Lawrence Fisher, he was in that, yeah. Right, yeah, he was in that, yeah, I thought yeah. so. And uh, Jude Law. Jude Law, there we go. And Marianne Cotillard. Uh-huh. Oh, my bad. I was uh, confusing Jude Law for Vision. Although I hate Marvel, I still know their actors and actresses. Especially Black Widow, whatever the fuck her name is. Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, here you go. Scarlett Johansson? Wow, <laughs> You're really well, disrespectful. Well, against Marvel, I'm very dis- disrespectful, but... But why are you so disrespectful? What do you not like about Marvel? I'm going to tell you guys right now what I don't like about Marvel. You ready? Here it comes. So, although, why the fuck am I blue? You look like a smurf. I look like... No, I don't look like a smurf. I look like... Fucking Norman Reedus and Death Stranding for PS4 in a dream state. <laughs> what the hell is going on? That's weird. It's like it's like when he when he was dead in his in his own beach, okay? Because I know the lore. Kojima's a fucking uh, genius. You know why? You know why? Because I'm Lou. I will be, I will be. <laughs> yeah, I'm Lou. Yeah, the baby Lou. Yeah, I know. I get the joke. Thank you. Okay, we're back to normal. We're back to business. Okay, here's why I hate Marvel. Uh, real quick. Uh, because Avengers Avengers 1 came out. Avengers 1 came out when The Dark Knight Rises came out. And the shooting happened in Aurora, Colorado. And uh, that, put the, that put the hamper on the release and sales of The Dark Knight Rises tickets. And uh, Avengers was succeeding. That's why I fucking hate Marvel. Anyways. 
Okay. Um, so, so back to the topic at hand. Contagion. What movies would you want to watch while you're inside the house doing nothing? Contagion two. Contagion two. There's a part two of Contagion. There should be, and it should include us. It would be the coronavirus, but I don't think we, we should shoot that right now. Other movies besides The Office and Park and Recreation and In all possibly honesty, Parasite. I will be watching all old Eddie Murphy movies. So I will watch Harlem Nights. I will watch Boomerang. I'd watch Dr. Doolittle. Anything that has Eddie Murphy's name on it, I will sit there and watch besides Norbit. I despise that movie. Why? Because I got a black man looking I vaguely remember. I vaguely remember Norbit. And uh, no. what was the other one? The Clumps? Oh, the Nutty Professor? I What's the Clumps? Who was in the that Clumps? That was the Nutty Professor. Was... Okay. I would watch it, but sparingly. In terms, I would watch it, but not really watch it. That would be like background movie. But Knights of Harlem? Harlem Knights? Harlem Knights. I would have to sit there and watch that movie. They they are doing a uh, they're doing a sequel again. of they're Harlem doing a Nights. Sequel to uh, oh Coming to America. How are you not gonna put Coming to America? Yes, on, there is Coming to America sequel. They're doing but a sequel. Yeah, I know that they were talking about. it. I'm not too sure if they're actually gonna come out with it. No, they were. He said they was working on it. So if they came out with it, and you know you had a nice, fancy, Sony A9G. Or by the time you can afford it, A9H. Would you go to the movie theater or would you watch it at home? That's definitely movie theater worthy. I would not disrespect Eddie Murphy like that. He is probably my favorite comedian in history. After Richard Pryor, obviously. Kevin Hart is like about, dead. You're talking about Harlem place. Nights? You'd rather want Harlem Nights? I can't. If they Listen. did a Harlem Nights 4K remastered, Listen. I'd sit there and watch it morning, noon, and night, Shane. I am a I'm an Eddie Murphy fan too. You know, Beverly Hills Cop. Forty eight hours. The Golden Child. Who remembers the Golden Child when he goes, I, 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 oh, I want the night. You know what's sad about the Golden Anybody Child? Anybody remember that? Who the remembers Golden that? Child, Leave a comment down the below. The person that the girl the, the child that played the yeah. Golden Child was yeah. actually a girl, not a dude. Uh huh. That was funny. I found that funny. I found that out. Well, obviously, it had to be years after because that movie came out before I was born. I don't think I would. Uh, there's certain movies that come out that I wouldn't feel that I would feel the need to watch them at the theater. I can't think of an Eddie Murphy movie that I was just like, I need to see this at the theater. I would watch. I don't, I don't have. I don't have the feeling at all. That, any, but with any any Eddie I think Murphy that's movies. Just, I, I think it's just it's because it's me. My first comedy special I watched was with Eddie Murphy in that red leather jacket. And it was probably the most raunchy, hilarious special I ever watched. Unfortunately, if he was to try to do or an art, an act, a comedian was trying to do a special like that in this day and age, they would probably get ripped off a stage and beaten up because... In all honesty, that that special that he did was just, in hindsight, was very, um, I'm not going to say disrespectful, but stereotypical of every everyone. 
I mean, there's another movie. If you're an Eddie Murphy fan, you could binge during your your stay at home this week. What movie was that? What movie? Are it's you on Netflix about? now. It's a uh, Dolomite. Dolomite, yeah. I watched that movie. I I, I enjoyed it, that movie. It was good. It was good. It, it was, was a good funny movie. Yeah. movie. I mean, I, I didn't. I don't know the history be, between you know of Dolomite back in the seventies. Me neither. But I find if Video on Demand is going to be the next big thing, Netflix yeah. will take that over. I've watched a bunch of Netflix original movies that have shockingly surprised me. Yeah. For example, I didn't care too much about it, but Bird Box. Bird Box was good. Was a good movie, and I did not expect. I felt I felt like it was still kind of a, you know, I want to be I want to be a Quiet Place movie. Didn't even though I think it was based on a book. Right. I think it was based on a book, though. They came out around the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And you know, A Quiet Place was just a movie within its own, though. I remember watching A Quiet I think I went to the movie theaters with you to go watch A Quiet Place. Quite possibly. And now I hear that they're coming out with A Quiet Place 2, which... Is it supposed to be a prequel to how it all happened? No, it's a or di- it's supposed direct... To be a completely different... Di- direct sequel. It's a sequel. So it's a whole other family, or... But that also got postponed because we had talked about it earlier. Maybe they got to put it on video on demand. They, no, they're not going to do that. Matter of fact, I, I would pay. I would pay a hundred dollars to watch A Quiet Place Two. I think on demand. I think I know what should happen. Release. I think I would do that. Every movie theater should sign a deal with Netflix to at least release one movie straight to Netflix because Netflix give has been giving these directors I'm talking about like directors that people don't even know creative freedom and they've been putting out these movies that are just phenomenal sometimes movies or films films no films well it depends I mean like I've watched some crazy ones I watched some ones that didn't make no sense like I watched this movie the other just the other day with um What's the movie? She played a male hitman that got that a sex good. change to that a girl because she he she killed the the doctor who worked on them killed the brother who was like a megalomaniac. He just did cocaine and killed strippers. That's all he did. What movie was this? Give me a second. I'll find out the movie. All right, but now we're talking about some wild stuff right now. I just wrote in the I just wrote in the chat that um Dream Girls was a much better film than uh no, I'm sorry. Showgirls was a much better film than Dream Girls. And if Showgirls number 2 was video on demand day 1 day of release, 100 bucks, I you bet your ass. That I would spend a hundred dollars to watch that muff in my theater room. No, no, no. Actually, you just hold on, said hold on, hold on, Showgirls was better than Dreamgirls. You're just gonna disrespect Bay like that? Um, I once dated a girl who said that she masturbated to uh, Showgirls. <laughs> that that was like her thing to masturbate to. Here it is. Here it is. If you Showgirls have... two for the win, hundred dollars day of release. We'll take it. I will take it at least. If you are stuck in your house, if you're stuck in your house, you're going to have a movie to watch. This is one of my favorite movies of all time to watch. What? And you don't have to do any of that stuff that he just talked about. I would say go ahead and watch this movie right here. 
One of my all-time favorites in my top five list movies of all time is Fight Club. One of Brad Pitt's best performances, also Edward Norton. I mean, if you've never seen this movie, I don't know if you're going to see the ending coming. There's a slight twist at the end here. I was about to spoil it, but... Okay, if twist, we're gonna if we're gonna go if we're, if we're gonna don't, go with that, don't spoil it. I won't we're spoil not, it for we're you not guys. spoiling it. We're not spoiling it. There's a twist at the end. Check out Fight Club, one of my best, one of my favorite movies of all time. I can't wait to see this movie on a uh, 4K Blu-ray at some point in time, or even 4K streaming. Definitely check it out. Check out Fight Club, and another movie if you guys are home theater fans. Another movie if you're home theater fan that you've got to see that is under underrated that i feel is uh tom cruise's movie sci-fi classic edge of tomorrow if you're home theater guy and you got an audio system you must wait you must see this one hold on a second this is a must is does doesn't that have two names because i remember john campia was talking two, about it does have two names he was john campia was talking about how um it didn't do well at the box office because the title had too much of a soap opera name to it. Yeah, he used Edge to be like. And I remember Campy. I remember I used to, when I used to watch him before I subscribed to him. He used to be like Edge of Tomorrow. What's it called? It's called You Only Die Twice or whatever. It had like a Bond title. Now it's called. No, I think it was on. Edge of Tomorrow, then it's renamed Live to Die Repeat. Live Die Repeat. That's Die much repeat. more badass. No, right there. That's more. Tomorrow, but the thing was called Live Die Repeat. Yeah, the which slogan. Completely yeah. messed up people's actual name of the movie. But it's such a good movie. Though. Tom Cruise is my boy. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good movie. Uh, apparently, Mission Impossible Seven got delayed because of the situation that we're in right yeah. now in the world. I don't think that was I didn't know. At least anyways, I didn't know that Mission Impossible Seven was a thing. It's a th- come on, man. Why wouldn't it be a thing? Well, look, they, here, get better. Hold on, hold on. they make more money every movie. Hold on. So here's the thing. Okay, you're right. How many franchises? How many franchises make more money? Number one, every every episode. The first podcast that needs to be done, based off of this one, is. The topic about beer and alcohol at the movie theater. That is a topic that we need to talk about in a whole separate podcast. The number two topic that we need to talk about in a whole separate podcast is the idea that it's fucking time to see Ethan Hunt and James Bond. Damn. Ethan Hunt versus James Bond. That's not gonna happen. Oh come on! It's not gonna happen. What the fuck? You, cr- you can't James cross Bond? franchises. No, not like Reacher. That. Who the fuck is Jack Reacher? I don't care. Don't never saw it. Don't want to no, see it. Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Okay. Nope. Ethan Hunt versus James Bond. Hunt. You're not gonna have Ethan Hunt and Jack Reacher at the same time because they, they're both the same guy. I know, but it don't matter. Don't matter. Ethan Hunt versus James Bond. I need to see it. Who would you think would win that fight though? I'm going with James Bond. This is why we need to see it happen because I don't know. I don't think they do that though. I but but think, I but this, the thing I is is that we got British intelligence of MI6 and then we've got Ethan Hunt, which is I don't know what the fuck he is, but he's American. Mission Impossible. Yeah, he's yeah. Impossible. The mission is not possible. It, so he's, he's an American version of MI6. We need to see it. But like, which version? Of Bond, are we gonna get versus Ethan Hunt? Daniel Craig will be the best version. 
if they were to ever do uh, Ethan Hunt versus James Bond, more likely they'd find I would I'm not a not gonna disagree. Daniel Craig would be the best James Bond to do that, but they'd find a newer, younger someone around the same it, age. It, it, it's not gonna have the same effect. That's it won't bond. have the same effect. The thing is is that if you find a bond that's gonna be younger, same age, blah 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 as Ethan Hunt doesn't matter it's not gonna have the same effect you have to have that like the thing the, the problem the problem the, the the very essence of the problem is the fact that ethan hunt aka tom cruise has been doing this since the 90s 99 98 probably well, probably 97 i don't know maybe 96 maybe you should pair him up against pierce brosnan hey that's the bond i grew up with i love pierce brosnan love 006 alec trevelyan Forgot the guy's name. Game of Thrones. Fucker dies in the show. Anyways, uh, Sean Bean. Sean Bean. There we go. Um, the thing is, ninety six. There we go. Thank you, Aaron. The thing is, is that we need. I want and I need a fucking Mission Impossible. I need an Ethan Hunt versus James Bond film. Like I do. Like Godzilla versus Kong is gonna come out. Okay. Batman versus Superman came out. Trash. We need this. We need it. But like I said, it's a whole other right. podcast episode. It's a Elijah's podcast. probably going to hate me when I say this. But if they're going to do a Bond, they have to make him old. Make him seem like he was disenfranchised and he's just fed up with how the MI6 runs. Hear me out, Elias. Sean Connery. That's fine. You. You're okay with that? Yeah, I'm good. Sure, Connery's I old and very overweight right now. That would be a good It would make sense. A good the thing is, the thing put is... through because that could be like Bond has a Bond. A James Bond has just he's fed up with the way the system's running, so he just like forget it. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And the hunt's like, nah, I'ma stop you. Um so, yeah, Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise versus uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery's going to have to pull out all the stops, though. I know he retired with, um, that, I know. That I, man's oh, not bonded anymore. Yeah, he can't do it. Look at he's, him. He's, like, he's, pretty he's not bonded anymore, okay? <laughs> this guy's not bonded anymore. What do you mean? Well, I remember he did that he film. What was that film that he did? He did Not a Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. It was something else. There was a. There it was, was a, something else. It was like there the, was an the, interview. The, the men, the men of blah 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 blah. League of Extraordinary League Gentlemen. There we go. You see, I knew my blah 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 <laughs> would come in handy someday. There was an interview. Yeah, I, I knew. I, I knew the pacing of the of the words. I knew the arrangement of the words and 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 the atonement, which is also a film. There was of the a, words. But there was an interview that he did a while back where Barbara Walters was like, he was married. He said, "Some women just need a little." A little, a little tap, a little tap on a, a little tap on a face, to obey. This is Sean Connery. Do you remember that? Yes. He Do you remember did. that? I remember that. But <laughs> Sean Connery is not wrong. He is not wrong. But anyways. Oh no! Um, Yo, you about to get old. <laughs> he did say the N word. But anyways, I mean, we got some man. But I mean, we got some, we got some mandingo oh, action going on with this arm right here. But anyways, so we've got um maybe two guys, one horse. But anyways, so we've. <laughs> This guy. Camera. This guy. What? I think Elias had one too many wine claws. 
You know what the problem is? Got the All Connery of you people mentality. are too sensitive. That's the problem. <laughs> I say one thing, and you guys say everything. Just like Trump when he touched the mic. Oh, I touched the mic. Oh, he said he touched the mic. Oh, yeah, there's going to be multiple people sitting there. Oh, of course I'm going to be the one to touch the mic. We got people talking to here, people with different heights. Of course I'm going to have to be the one to touch the mic. Okay, I'm going to be the one to tell you everything. You're going to thank me in the end for this. You're going to thank me in the, in the end for this. We are going off the rails again. I think the topic was now that we are stuck in the house to watch movies. What movies are you going to watch? I don't even know what we're talking about right now. Oh my god. <laughs> my my picks my picks my picks were the office, parks and recreation, the fight club. I don't know what these guys mentioned. Listen, oh, Eddie Murphy movies. Uh mine is very simple. Child. Mine is very simple. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. <clears throat> All the WrestleManias going back to 1985 when WrestleMania <coughs> 1 happened, The Walking Dead, and all the James Bond films. That's all you need to know to live through this pandemic. Sorry. Seriously. Because that's what I basically grew up on. And it, a lot of you guys will talk shit about me. I don't care, really. Like, I'm not affected by popular trend. I'm a cancer by nature. Like... My fucking horoscope is cancer, so I'm like Conor McGregor. So, like, if you want to talk shit about Conor McGregor, you think he's going to give a fuck? No. That's how I am. So know who you're fucking with. Seriously. That's me. All right? July 6th, 90. Get a grip. I'm going to give the mic back to Patrick. I'm going to sit in Shane's chair, and I'm going to fucking commandeer this show. All right. Um, Elijah's going off the hinges. I think he had too many white claws like Shane replied to. Yeah, you said you were a cancer. I'm a tourist. I'm down to earth. I will always see down to earth. I will call you out on your bullshit. And I will call you out on your bullshit now. But, you know. <sighs> problem is, is that I will always. I've known Elias for how long? How long has it been, Elias? Like four like years? A couple years, yeah. So, go. I'm not going to call him out on his bullshit. We got to put that focus back on me, though. Even if I do call him on his bullshit, he's going to still come up with his with his garbage. But yeah, um, I what were we talking about again? Sorry about the burp. Yeah, Shane left the uh, control panel, so it's just me and Elias right now, and we're going to go off the hinges. If we don't get back on track. Well, here's the thing. Is that, um... Shane, the thing is... Shane just got back in the room. This is what I propose. We talked about everything we need to talk about in terms of video on demand. In terms of movies coming out on a specific day. And in terms of whether we will watch said movie in our theater. Or whether we will watch said movie on our OLED. Or LED. Or a 32 inch. Or 24 inch. Or even... Our tablet for 20 30 40 50 or even $100. We've all had our opinions. We've all talked about it in the chat. And multiple things have come up in the live chat. It's time to end this show. It's time to talk about new things. And if we want to go off the rails, it should be another podcast. But we've exhausted all of our opportunities here in terms of uh, video on demand in terms of day in and day out releases when it comes to things like the invisible man by universal and trolls world tour 
by Disney. So with that said, what do you have for us, Shane? <laughs> you need your outro, Shane. Why are you put, why I said you up for the outro, Shane. What do you got? Well, you put me on the spot over here. Well, I mean, what was the question? I didn't even know what the question. Well, was. the question was, I mean, we've said all that we've had to say about trolls and Invisible Man, which are the thumbnail of this stream. So, how are we going to end this? And if people are interested in hearing the further banter that we have in us, where can they find us, and how can they pay for it? Well, there it is, guys. Thanks for checking out the live stream. I don't know if we're going to post this. We're not going to post this in its entirety on the channel. We're going to clip it out, as uh, I always do, with its relevant information. <laughs> and then we are going to, uh, if you guys want to listen to the show in its entirety, we're going to put it on the podcast. We'll leave some links in the video's description. It's on Anchor. It's also on Spotify. It should also be on Apple iTunes pretty soon and possibly on Tidal. So if you want to listen to all the stuff that we are talking about, you can also check out the podcast there in its audio form. But in the meantime, obviously, if you guys are checking this out, subscribe to this channel. If you guys haven't already, if you just guys are just stumbling upon it. If not, you can also find Elias on his own channel. I just had to show that image of Sean Connery. I just had to show that image of Sean Connery for one last time. <laughs> it just looks funny. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for the plug, Shane. <laughs> you can also follow Elias on his own channel. Elias is on his channel at... Yeah, it's Elias Rosario. You can just put Elias R for sure. Just type in OLED burning, whatever. I'm going to come up first because I got the SEO game on lock. And then uh, Patrick is uh, our comedy relief on the channel as well. You can find El Patrick. Oh, you can't find me nowhere. I do not stay on this thing. But before we leave, I'm going to end with two things. I see a comment by Killer Clem Mel Melendez. This is Kevin Durant that got the virus. Don't worry about that. He's going to be good. He black. And Elias, you're slow because... Trolls World Tour is DreamWorks, not Disney. Do your research. Um, and I'm happy that Stefan Bole got the Daniel Craig collection for James Bond. That's dope. You're smart. Alright, guys. Thanks for checking out the live stream. If you haven't already, follow us on social media. Leave some comments down below. Subscribe to the new podcast that we have going, and we'll see you guys again in the next video.